0: Break yourself, fool!
1: Happy 4th of July, everybody. It's a special edition of the Jackson Reaction Podcast with Gene Jackson along with...
2: Rose Jackson, the real Rosie J.
1: That's right, and we are celebrating the 4th of July, our first ever 4th of July podcast, hopefully the first of many, and uh, we just wanted to kind of... Talk about some of our, our past Fourth of July's. Rosie has a lot of, of great Fourth of July stories. I'm kinda lame compared to compared to what she's got. But I know it it's, some people, you know, they kinda pass over on Fourth of July, they don't think much of it. It's just, you know, some random holiday. But I know you've always thought quite a lot of Fourth of July.
2: Oh yeah, I've always celebrated the Fourth of July, my Independence Day. Uh, I think I I gathered more joy from it uh, when I was a a teenager and a young adult. uh, That was the most joyous and memorable times of my 4th of Julys. I mean, which we still celebrate it now. I mean, I I barbecue. We'll go watch fireworks. Sometimes I get fireworks and shoot them off. You know, we try to watch a patriotic movie sometimes on 4th of July. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. We've been known to to fire up the Team America because it's very patriotic Uh,
0: (laughs) damn right
2: damn right in our in our vision it is anyway um i don't know what would be my most memorable uh 4th of july but um, i mean i like i I do recall a lot of them like i said from my childhood where you know dad would you know give me you know 20 to 50 dollars for cleaning up the yard or cutting grass or even cleaning my room you know and i could take that buy you know 50 bucks worth of fireworks on 4th of July We, you know all the kids around me that you know I was friends with they would come over they would partake of fireworks adventures which would consist of bottle rocket wars um, and if you've never had a bottle rocket war that's where you take the bottle rocket you can take one to three tape them tie them together light them and right before it gets to the end, you let it go. You aim it towards who you're going to shoot with it, and you let it go, and it shoots on my palms. Yeah. Which is dangerous, yes. We could have lost eyes. We could have, you know, caught each other on fire. Uh, I did lose a patch of my hair, but that wasn't due to a bottle rocket. That was due to a Roman candle. Um, was- yeah, so there was a Michael Jackson-like <laughs> incident
1: where you, your hair caught on fire, correct?
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, when, when I was a teenager, we, we lived in, in Gadsden, of course. It's where I'm born and raised. We had a house, and it had these really deep ditches in the front of the house and on the other side of the road of the house. And my friends would get in one side of the ditch, I would get in the other on the other side of the road, and we would, like, take and light Roman candles and shoot them at each other, which yeah. is extremely. Terrible to do, and I'm sure parents these days would be like, oh my God, my like, no, 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 it's so dangerous. But back then, we were kids, we didn't care. I mean, we'd try to put each other's eye out if we couldn't laugh about
1: it. So, so this will be our first podcast that has to have a disclaimer, and the yeah. where i have to type in there, <laughs> please do not, uh, children do not partake of the actions spoken by Rose Jackson in this podcast. Yes,
2: because back in the day the, this is when your parents would go oh you're bleeding just wipe it off it's good you know and, I, and that happened many times i'd walk in the house with various cuts bruises uh near broken arm and they'd go really what'd you do this time oh i jumped off the house oh i got shot with bottle rockets oh my hair got caught on fire by a, a roman candle um uh, just put a band aid on it you know
1: <laughs> hair caught on fire by a roman candle that's That's a special memory there. Now the bottle rocket wars, I I did partake in some of them. The most memorable one, uh, my buddy Brad had this big, huge ditch that ran down the edge of his property and the houses over on the other side. And me and him, my friend Mark, had pretty much let it be known with the guys that lived on the other side of the ditch that we were gonna have a bottle rocket war come 4th of July. So we pulled all our money together. And we went to the, got somebody to take us to the fireworks stand, and we pulled our money together and bought just as many of those cheap ass bottle rockets, you know, where it's like buy one get seven bushels oh, free the or bla- like, the
2: black cats. yeah. Yeah, so you cats. know you
1: light them it's like a little little pop. Yeah,
2: just so half of them wouldn't work. So
1: we fire off the opening shots. You know, we each fire one. All of a sudden, these guys. Boom! It's like oh, patriot missiles being shot got at our the ass. Yeah. rockets. Oh, I
2: love those. Those are yeah. my favorites. So we got our ass handed oh, to us
1: with yeah. our little cheap ass little bottle rockets, and, and then they had these big missiles that were. They, the good thing about it though, <laughs> they were going over our heads because they were so much better than ours like it was going a mile past us before it finally blew up yeah but, so yeah, they, was... they
2: didn't do the light and throw technique where they light it throw it and it lands over the ditch and you barely have enough time to scram out of the ditch before it gets you they were lighting yeah, them we, and tossing them and they
1: like... were just soaring over i mean it was like a bottle rocket version of the you know the the gulf war you know oh, we had wow. our where the uh, you know they were shooting crap out of the trunk of a car and you know we were just blowing them <laughs> off the map but we were unfortunately we were on the wrong side of that equation.
2: Uh, Yeah, see, my my side was always the win team because my parents would let me buy M80s and M100s at the time, which were the most powerful, you know, type of, like, you could buy explosives Yeah, without having to go through the black market. Exactly. So, you know, I've got access to M100s. I'm sticking them down in ant beds, lighting them things on fire. You know, and I'm I'm highly allergic to bug bites and ant bites, so...
1: Yeah, for anybody listening to uh, this... (laughs) I'll let her tell her story, but I'll say from experience, too. That is much better in theory, and it's cool for about 12 seconds until all the ants are biting the shit out of your legs and
2: Yeah, and-, and, and see, in, in theory and thought, I, you know, here's this huge ant mound, right? And uh, me and my family used to have a cabin in, in South Salty, which is up above Gunnersville. And we would spend every 4th of July at this place. So I would either bring one of my friends with me or I'd go by myself. Most of the time I brought one of my friends with me. And, of course, they were always the instigator. Hey, look at that big amp that. Let's blow that thing up. You know, let's make a hole in the ground. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I'll stuff it full of about four M80s and light them. And, of course, what do four M80s equate to? 400 right yeah so i didn't you know i'm not a mathematician right <laughs> I'm, or even a
1: mathematician for that matter.
2: exactly I, i'm not that great at math i love science i love nature and biology and all that good goofy nerdy stuff but math is just not my thing i don't dig it don't care so i'm just like pff, the more the merrier it's just gonna blow it out of the ground nice so we put four in there we light it we stand probably about five feet away from it thinking that's good enough Well, it blew it out of the ground and blew fire ants all over us. I had them in my hair. I had them in my ear. I had them all in my clothes. I got bit like, oh, my God, numerous times. I had to eat Benadryls for like two weeks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because when you blow up fire ants, they don't just disappear or go up into the atmosphere. They go somewhere, and that's on you. No,
2: they, they, they go up and come back down on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, lesson learned. Don't blow up ant beds. Blow up things of uh, constructive natures like mailboxes that's and that that actually <laughs> turned into probably one of my best forfeiture life july stories because uh the house we lived in in gadsden had a huge mailbox you could fit like five regular mailboxes into this thing it was like made for like ups deliveries and stuff like that yeah so you know we get the bright idea i'm thinking man this thing's so big we can blow a m m100 up in it. it ain't gonna do nothing to it so i'm like three M100s heck yeah blow the door off of it right well not only did it blow the door off and leave it hanging by one single little hinge it bowed it out just like you stuck one in a tin cam but it didn't blow it up it just bowed the sides out yeah. so it just boom just blowed this mailbox out right and there wasn't any mail in it at the time so I didn't commit a felony okay it's my mailbox so there we yeah. go but I didn't tell my parents I had done this so i just attached the hinge back you know shut the door it's it's good it's just looking a little fucky but you know yeah. hey who's gonna notice it right so it comes next uh, next day after holiday you know mail's delivered and everything i'm sure the mail mail was like what the hell but um anyway mail got put in it. it's all suited up and black and stuff my mother goes to get the mail and, oh, my God, needless to say, she come back in with it. She was pissed. She's like, who blew the mailbox up? And I'm like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Who blew the Oh, God, who blew the mailbox up? Well, no, and it was my dumbass that did it. Um, <laughs> so we had a fucked up mailbox for many, many years uh, after I did my 3M100 uh, experiment in it. And, yeah, it didn't blow the mailbox up. It just blew the door off of it. You know, but
1: Bowed the sides out Both the sides all out. All your mail had a black tinge to it for the next year and a half.
2: Yeah, it was I had to go out there and scrub it. That was my, my punishment. They didn't replace it, but I had to go out there and scrub it and repaint it. So that uh, that was great.
1: I have to wonder on, on July fifth, maybe we could ask Christian Hain this or something, but like uh, I have to imagine on July fifth the mailman encounter a lot of damaged, blown up remnants of mailboxes where that's happened after july 4th i would
2: i would love to think so because i mean i have to say it tickled my soul to think that the mailman would, would come and deliver the mail on the 5th and go to open up the door and it fall off <laughs> i don't know
1: so that you can do the tommy boy what'd you do, what'd you if do? god forbid you were standing there when it, when it happened
2: yeah well that's not how that happened I, I didn't get a whooping or anything but i got grounded and i got made to do manual labor because of it so it's
1: And the reason I would be a bad parent, because the lecture I would have sat you down and gave you if if I was your father would have been like, you don't blow up your own mailbox, dumbass. You blow up somebody else's mailbox. You know, I would take the Red Foreman approach.
2: Yeah, but if I would blowed up somebody else's mailbox, everybody had standard mailboxes on the street but us. It would have tore theirs to pieces. I would have had to buy them a mailbox. Mine, just Not if you didn't cop to
1: it. You don't admit to it. Everybody
2: knew I was the hoodlum of the street. They knew to where to come. I'm the one that rolled their yards. They knew it.
1: Wow. When you're the biggest hoodlum on the street in Gadsden, that's saying something. That's
2: pretty bad. I was pretty bad. But it's not. it wasn't just me. It was my friends, too. I mean, we were, we were known to uh, Halloween time tear your house to pieces. So, just so you know, if you pissed us off, it was bad.
1: Once again, all these people that think, nice, sweet Rosie, what a classy lady. They, uh, this podcast gives them a little insight into your shenanigans.
2: Yeah, well, I, I do have to note, these are my shenanigans when I was a teenager and a child, not in my older years, because as I got older and more wiser, I realized how to do it without taking fault for it and uh, being held accountable for it. Like, you know, I watched all those forensics uh, CSI things, so I kind of <laughs> kind of knew how to put it off on somebody else without making myself look uh, credible to it. So.
1: Well, at least there's, there's that. <laughs> so, we talked about some of the... The dangerous aspects of your your Fourth of July memories. Uh, as far as taking the danger element out of it, what's like your favorite of all from a kid up to today? Uh, what's your favorite Fourth of July memory, whatever that may be, for whatever reason?
2: Um, favorite Fourth of July memory. Uh, when I when I say Fourth of July, the automatic picture that flashes in my mind is me and my best friend, Erica, who lived up the road from me, buying fireworks, and at that time, they had a particular firework, and I'm not sure what the um, correct term is, and I'm gonna use a very non-PC term, and I'm sure people are gonna hate me for it, but this is what it was called.
1: Let's hope high spots don't have to edit this for us.
2: Let's hope they don't, but it, it was what we called nigger chasers and what they were was this very long little skinny little firecracker and usually orange had paper around it you lit it on one end and it would just take off and like chase I think it might have been called a whistling chaser or something like that anyway we would get those and when we ran out of bottle rockets we ran out of Roman candles we had done set each other's hair on fire and you thought that was the worst we could do to each other we would get these things and throw them at each other and when you throw those in mid almost blow up stance it's like by the time it hits you it just buries itself because it's trying it's got the force behind it trying to move it so (laughs) we're throwing these things at each other and this is really when my hair caught on fire the worst
1: because so wait a minute wait a minute you have more than one my hair caught on fire in fourth of july story
2: look you know how long my hair is this is how long my hair has been all my life right various stages hey, except
1: for when you singed it all except at for
2: when i had to singe it off and had to cut it but um she threw one at me and hit me in the head with it and it got tangled up and <laughs> so Jeez. i'm flailing around running um i can't get out of the ditch because these ditches were like if you sat in them they would cover you to the head right like you couldn't see each other when you sat down in them that's what's so great about it yeah. they were really deep i bitched to mow too i always got oh, yeah. the uh, the job of having to push mow those things oh my god suck but yeah that's that's the most memorable is is me and i did not know my hair was on fire i smell it you could smell hair burning it's very distinct yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, somebody's hair's on fire. And she's like, oh, my God, it's yours, and there's smoking. I'm like, ah, oh, and I got a big patch of my hair gone. Wow.
1: Well, at least it's the middle of summer and had time to kind of grow back before school started, right? Yeah,
2: it did. It did. But, I mean, that's that's what comes to my mind when I think of 4th of July. I think of my, my nearly departed friend, Erica, who, you know, died in a car wreck. Yeah when i was in my 20s and you know i i miss i miss the childhood times i had when i was a teenager and a younger youth because we us as kids back in those days we weren't restricted a lot and maybe we should have been because we weren't doing things we should have been doing of course but i think we had a better childhood than kids today i really do feel bad for kids today because they're so limited to computers and technology and it's just kind of made them stay in the house and not care about things Outside or friendships, and I don't know. That's just something that always pops in my head when I think of holidays. I think of the Fourth of July. I always flash back to that time with uh, with her doing fireworks, and that was our thing, you know. And it was part of my my childhood, and it's very memorable. and I, I really loved it. I just really loved it.
1: Yeah, here's uh, here's how much of a fat ass I am. Like when I think about my favorite memories of Fourth of July, I always think of, of my mother making homemade ice cream and my dad grilling hamburgers out on the grill. Like I love I love homemade ice cream as you know and it's very very rare ever that I get to encounter any uh, these days but I don't know I always I always remember that. And I remember it being 4 days from my birthday so as a kid I was always contemplating what I was about to get for my birthday, you know, whatever my birthday present was going to be. And uh you know, we shot fireworks off, but I don't know. Like, I, I never, I, you know, I always had really short hair, so I never set my hair on fire. Um, one friend uh, did nearly put his eye out with one with a bottle rocket and a bottle rocket war, which kind of put a damper on future bottle rocket wars. Uh, we had to sneak around and do them after that because once it's established, taller got his up put out. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. always that
2: one kid that ruins it for everybody because their mom goes and tells their mom and your mom. and then it's banned from everybody,
1: and then it just becomes lore around town. Like every kid in town who knows who knows them, they're, their 4th of July is fucked after that. They're like, you remember last year? You remember six years ago when he put his eye out? Yeah. So, yeah, they kind of put yeah, a damper well, on the old bottle rocket wars. After yeah. that,
2: I couldn't get the uh, in chasers anymore because you know, yeah. that's they were considered bad because the way we used them, but um, I don't know, I. I I do miss a lot of that. I mean, now, you know, we're, we're adults. I mean, we just go and pretty much go watch fireworks wherever they're at. Um, I don't know if we'll do it this year or not. We may. We may not. I hadn't really decided yet.
1: Probably not because there's Probably nowhere not. good for us to go where we're currently at. But, you know, that goes back to a conversation we were having off the recorder about needing to move because uh, it would yeah. be across town. We wouldn't have to drive 40 minutes to yeah, go. Yeah, that's,
2: that's true. Now, look, if we were living in Gadsden, we, we would go and see them because they are rather nice when, when they're shot out because they shoot them over at the waterway. Yeah. So it's like they reflect on the water. And they did it at Gunnersville too, but Gunnersville is just so crowded. You've got just inconsiderate, just, I mean, just people everywhere. And it just it makes it more aggravating than it is fun. Well,
1: so. like in Gadsden, you can go park at the region's bank and watch it and see them well but like in in Gunnersville, the way they do it at the lake you either have to park over there around the park and that's impossible because people's jammed in there from two o'clock on or you do like we did and go sit on the side of freaking 431 where people are still they know there's a fireworks show going on they know there's cars lined up each side of the road but people still drive through like idiots people decide they won't leave they whip in in front of other cars which makes it dangerous for everybody else. it's just a cluster an absolute dangerous annoying cluster and I, it's, it's just not worth it in my opinion but you know
2: well I I, know. that's how i feel about it too it's just not uh, it's not worth my time of getting aggravated and getting my blood pressure up to, to go see a few fireworks um probably this year we'll just eat us a hot dog and call it a day yeah Maybe watch some movies, possibly. Uh,
1: we wonder. will. We'll watch some movies, and uh, you know, I, I, I guess I guess the fondest Fourth of July memory I have had since we've been together uh, is when we shot uh, fireworks off by ourselves and and behind the rock house oh, over yeah. there, right down the road from where we're at now. But oh, remember, yeah. we and
2: smoked cigars. Yeah, we bought, a of <laughs> we bought a We bought a bunch of
1: fireworks, <laughs> and we sat out back and we smoked cigars and shot off fireworks by ourselves, and it was fun. We sat and we. Being bullshitted and it was nice. Yeah,
2: it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. We could we could do that at this house, but it's got more trees.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's so hot. Like yeah. I swear it wasn't that. It was not that hot and humid the last time we did.
2: No, no. This this year, I don't know. The summer this year's been brutal in Alabama. It's it's to me it's been a lot hotter and more humid this year than it was last year, even year before that. I could be wrong, but to me it feels. It, like
1: it way. certainly feels that way. I don't I don't know, but. Um, I guess that's you know I guess that's going to wrap up our Fourth of July episode. We got some things we're going to include in here uh, at the end. Um, a couple of random things. We were we were on a road trip last weekend, and I was recording us because we were going to record some stuff for a podcast that we we didn't end up doing, and I managed to capture uh, Rosie's rampage that she goes on whenever she sees a sign for DeSoto Caverns. And I'm not going to let her go into it now because I have a very good one already recorded that I'm going to be splicing in here momentarily that you're about to listen to. Uh, Then also, since this is 4th of July and we're celebrating America, uh, we're going to air an interview that Rosie sat down and did with a Canadian. We were at a a $10 wrestling show uh, last weekend and Rosie got the opportunity to sit down with a Canadian hero, as as he refers to himself, I don't know if that's true or not, but a Canadian wrestler nonetheless, Jeff the Hitman Hart sat down with Rosie. They talked about all things Canadian, and uh, Rosie uh, started to call him out a little bit on some of his answers. I don't know. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a true Canadian or, or a real Canadian. Where Hulk Hogan would be a real American, I don't know that Jeff Hart's a real Canadian. But in the midst of it. Wild thing Will Owens got involved, and the conversation took a completely different turn. Uh, But it was quite humorous, quite fun. I think you'll enjoy it, so we're gonna include that in on this episode as well. And uh, if you have any questions for us, we've had a few people that have emailed us questions. So probably next week or the week after, we're gonna do an episode where we answer your questions. And uh, we appreciate you sending those in if you're listening to this now and you want a question answered can email it to, uh, to either me at genejackson95 at gmail.com or you can tweet it to at the real rosy j on twitter is there anything you want to throw in before we throw to the the pre-recorded stuff is there anything you want to say to everybody on fourth of july real Rosie j uh,
2: america fuck yeah
1: that's <laughs> that's really all you can add so we're gonna to throw to the uh, pre-recorded stuff Everybody have a safe and happy 4th of July, and as always, thanks for listening to our rambling. We do appreciate it. See you next week.
2: (laughs) We are right here in Talladega, the home of Talladega Super Speedway. I've been here a couple times. You've been here? I know you've been here.
1: Yeah, I've been here a couple times.
2: Yeah, I don't like to talk about my stories about Talladega.
1: I was here one time, and some skank flashed her boobs at me when I was leaving. Uh, that was about uh,
2: well I, that might have been me one day but then i'm sure that wasn't the same time you seen him. so oh. and, uh, yeah. i can't say i i hadn't done that because i have um there was a, a younger me that was a little wilder maybe a little perkier that uh, seen skankery and thought why not everybody else is doing it by god give me a beer i'm doing it too so uh, all
1: those all those
2: 275 thank you're, you jim jeffries Here jim
1: jeffries in the background telling us how to go um, but, yeah, all those people that's been listening to the show going, wow. Yeah. miles. Continue on that highway All right, Jim Jeffries. Take it easy. All these people has been listening to the show going, wow, Gene Jackson's got a classy wife. He just, he just completely blew that out of the water. So. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, I, I am classy. Yes, I am. I am very sophisticated. I am very classy, and I am a very educated woman. But I can't say that when you get around a couple of thousand drunk individuals with gigantic turkey legs eating them,
1: a couple of thousand shit, shit.
2: more than that. Well, I was drunk. I don't know how many. Times. You know, they all run together when you're drunk. But so
1: basically you're saying what happens at Talladega stays in Talladega. Yeah,
2: well, it's like Vegas, but on a lower scale. Skanky, redneck, <laughs> white trash, <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. <All> right. <laughs> so there's that. I, um, so we're coming coming through Talladega, and what in the motherfucking hell is that? Is that a goddamn DeSoto Cabin sign? Fuck you, Desoto Caverns. I fucking hate Desoto Caverns.
1: What did Desoto Caverns do to you? Let
2: me tell you what they've done to me. It Sounds like, like they're
1: worse than Vulcan.
2: It, it, it is worse than Vulcan, and uh, it, it's kind of like Desoto Caverns is my Wally World, right? Yeah. Because when I was a kid, we'd load to Jeep up, me, mom, and dad, and we would, you know, head off to Desoto Caverns in Childersburg. You know, every single time we pulled up, closed closed for repairs, closed due to this, closed due to the weather, closed because it's a holiday, closed every time. It's like they knew Rosie was coming and we gotta shut the damn thing down.
1: Did the moose out front tell you?
2: They don't have a moose, they have a conquistador.
1: Oh, so if you'd have busted in, they'd have been like, well the conquistador out front should have told you.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's not like it's an amusement park like Wally World, it's just a bunch of caves and get deep for gold and gems and whatnot and nerdy shit like that, but to me, I always wanted to go, and I always thought, oh, man, that would be so cool to go to DeSoto Caverns, you know? And, but every time I went, oh, no, no, poor Rosie, she couldn't go to DeSoto Caverns because they didn't like her or something. But, yeah, fuck DeSoto Caverns. So
1: so to this day, you've never... Never. Never got to go to DeSoto Caverns?
2: No, I've never been to DeSoto Caverns. Wow.
1: So maybe we need to put that on our list of things to do, or are you still so salty about it now that you don't even want to go? I'm pretty
2: sure they'd close the bitch down if they knew I was coming again. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody would alert them and say, hey, that chick that always comes here and we close, is coming back, we got to close.
1: So this is like a big running rib for them. I was like, oh, Rosie's coming, shut her down. It must be. And then once y'all leave, they would just open it back up. Exactly.
2: Everybody it. else would have fun, but not me.
1: That's shitty. Wow, what a what a bunch of assholes that run DeSoto
2: now that, Caverns. Now you see why I yell at the DeSoto Caverns sign every time I pass it.
1: That you do. Every time since I've known this woman that we pass a DeSoto Caverns sign she screams and yells and goes through that exact verbatim rant that she just went through right then uh, that I can quote myself at this point, but I don't. I just, I just let her have her moment. And uh, Now, to go back and explain something I said a minute ago for those who don't get it when I said, sounds like DeSoto Caverns are worse than Vulcan uh for those of you who listen to this who may uh, live around or pass through the muscle shoals area over around tuscumbia um well, i let you tell it you tell it better than i do
2: those people through there had a vulcan materials plant factory you know that broke up stone and made different materials and whatnot And apparently it had been there a really long time well there had been people that had worked there for literally you know like 30 years working on retirement whatever and apparently they shut it down and moved to Mexico but it was the only thing that these people had around there so it caused a great disparate impact to the community so to show their hatred they pretty much put up signs that say fuck Vulcan um, we hope Vulcan Vulcan killed our family Vulcan killed our community I mean, there's these gigantic. It used to be, but now I think I don't think there's maybe like one or two now. Maybe there's like one house that's pretty salty. But used yeah. to when we'd go through there, like
1: like five years ago, when yeah, we went through there. Like, I mean, there were these signs, big signs like
2: everywhere. The
1: whole side of people's like people would paint their garage door or put these big signs out. And like you said, it would be you know, Vulcan killed our community. Vulcan, you know, uh, took my retirement. and Vulcan did this so we traveled through there. we got to a point where we were traveling through there semi regularly so it became a fun game that we would play is okay what was the terrible thing that Vulcan did to us
2: let, let, let me put a disclaimer in this because somebody's gonna go oh my god what a bunch of assholes we're making fun of people that had their community tore report because a corporate entity decided to take it away from them and put it overseas to somebody else no, I think what happened to them was a very sad thing, and, and that just sucks that companies do that to their people. And, you know, yeah, I'm with the people. Fuck Vulcan. But, for our entertainment purposes, because it is so boring when we go through there, we do play a game called, what is the most terrible thing Vulcan's done to us? Well, Vulcan, <laughs> we, we would come up with, well, Vulcan killed my dog. Vulcan raped my mom.
1: Vulcan shit on the rug and blamed it on the cat.
2: Yeah, Vulcan used all the toilet paper in her house and didn't put any back. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> it just it, it, it's become an ongoing thing. Every time we come through there, we come up with something the most. We try to top each other each time.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm already trying to get the wheels turning for the next time we travel over to kind of have something prepared. I don't really have anything in mind yet, but I hope to come up with something really good.
2: Well... I think you couldn't top mine last time. My best one was Vulcan snuck into my house at night, knocked up my dog, and killed my mom.
1: Which would have been a very big sign to fit all that on in front of your house.
2: Yes, it would have took up like the whole yard.
1: Because every time we say these things, I picture it poorly spray painted on a a makeshift sign out in our front yard next to the highway for everyone to see.
2: Yeah, because that's how you you gotta protest.
1: And that's, the I mean, like, again, like she said, it's, it's terrible, you know, what happened. But I just don't, I don't know what, you know, making these big signs or painting on their garage doors, you know, messing up their house uh, was supposed to do, you know. Re- I mean, it was like Vulcan was somewhere going, fuck, you know, we look like assholes in Tuscumbia, you know.
2: Oh, they didn't care.
1: Exactly, <laughs> that's my point. They don't care. What do they give a shit, you know, and people driving by are like us, they're laughing, like, oh my God, did you read that, what they said? Then they were like and then people who are from out of state are just like, Who the hell's Vulcan? What are they talking about?
2: Yeah, what's Vulcan?
1: So, there you have it. That is why Rose Jackson despises DeSoto Caverns and who knows, maybe one day we'll sneak up on it. We may have to put her in a disguise to get her in there to finally see these caverns and After this many years of disappointment and hype, I don't know that they can really live up to your expectations.
2: I don't think they can. I think I'm just going to find it to be some shitty caverns, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, Rock City's better, Ruby Falls is better, I'll go back to Chattanooga. So, I'll probably be disappointed.
1: I think you're swerving me. I think you're probably going to get up in there and then be like, fuck DeSoto Caverns, Rock City for life, and you know, probably (laughs) spray paint something on there that says, see Rock City, fuck. Hey
2: you don't know about me. I might. I might do that. (laughs) Alabama. I am with none other Canadian wrestling legend Jeff Hart. How you doing tonight Mr. Jeff?
3: Doing good so far.
2: That's good. So you're Canadian right? Yes ma'am. From Canada.
3: From Canada. Great state. Great north.
2: And you hate Americans?
3: Yeah, I do. I hate American people because they stink in that country. Well,
2: not all of us. I mean, but some of us take baths. I mean, we have so.
3: It like, uh, look like Hillary Clinton. going, hey, I'm a liar.
2: So, that, that's what you think Americans are. We're all Hillary Clinton and we're liars.
3: Straight up, natural born liar like Obama's a liar. Like Donald Trump is the best president going to being in the United States. But so, he's not kicking me out of the border.
2: But he's not going to kick you out of the border because you're already out of the border. You live in Canada, right?
3: Why? Right. I'll oh. pay off from it. Millions and millions of dollars.
2: Okay, all right. So since you're from Canada, I assume you have things there like Canadian beer, which is different from our beer. Yeah,
3: better than American it's beer. Better than American beer,
2: okay. So what's the difference between ham and Canadian bacon?
3: I don't like Canadian bacon.
2: But it's like ham.
3: It's like ham but I don't like ham. But
2: it's Canadian.
3: I'm related to ham.
2: Cause it's Canadian? No. Cause it's ham? Cause so oh. it's ham. Okay. I don't eat pork. Oh. What about maple syrup? You guys have a lot of maple syrup.
3: I don't do oh, pancake. Like I don't do syrup.
2: What? You're not Canadian.
3: I'm a vegetarian. Vegan. Okay.
2: Let me get this straight. You're from Canada. But you don't eat Canadian bacon, and you don't eat maple syrup? Nope. They should revoke your Canadian rights. That is a dishonest, disjustice to Canada. No. So, okay, so like wrestling-wise, you're like Jeff the Hitman Hart. Is that like Brett the Hitman Hart?
3: Yes, ma'am. Brett the Hitman Hart.
2: So are you like his cousin? His second cousin. Once removed? So like his once removed cousin, yeah. Jeff Hart. Oh, estranged cousin, right? Uh huh. Oh, okay. So, like, you need a sharpshooter?
3: Yes, ma'am. Yes, I can.
2: Okay. Is as good as Bret Hart's?
3: Better than Bret Hart, ten times better than Bret Hart.
2: Wow, He's nice a way. old
3: fart. Hey now.
2: Hey, wow. That's uh, that's something. Okay. So like so, the the Montreal Screwjob. Is that like legit or is that is that a word?
3: That's a jet. That's legit?
2: That really happened? Wow. I thought it was a word.
3: Not a word. No? When you get screwed, you get screwed. Oh, so
2: that, that's the motto of Canadians? Uh-huh. <laughs> when you get screwed, you get screwed.
3: When America comes to Canada and screw Canadian, it's American's fault.
2: Okay. So, like, you live in Canada, but you like country music.
3: Okay. Yeah, I like country music. Does better than rap. Does, Maybe they're heavy metal.
2: Does Celine Dion do country music? I thought she was like your Canadian goddess and whatnot
3: of music. I don't listen to her boring crap music.
2: I'm starting to think you're not Canadian.
3: I will listen to some Irish man and some Canadian lady country ladies.
2: Okay, I'm really thinking that you're you're not Canadian now. Like, so you're from like what, like I don't know Omaha or something? Winnipeg. Winnipeg,
3: and that's in Canada. Uh huh. Sure, it's not like
2: Nebraska.
3: No, <laughs> no. Okay, so we got a football team.
2: You did? You did have football? Okay, so like Canadians call it football. It's not soccer.
3: Nope, Canadian football league. Canadian football. It was on last night. Really? On ESPN two. Wow,
2: I need to study
1: up on that. Can I? Can I interject one question? Yeah. Now you you said the Montreal screw job was legit. Because Brett was mad because he was. He, fucking Will Owens coming through here, messing shit up. Fucking but, Will Owens. So, so Bret Hart was mad because he had to lose a match in Canada. You're Canadian, so would you be willing to lose a match in Canada? Actually, before I get that question to you, I want to ask Will Owens, who just walked up, who's an American wrestler. Would you be willing to lose a match in America? Because Bret Hart wasn't willing to lose a match in Canada. That's what all that was about. So, in turn, I would assume you would never want to lose a match in America.
4: Absolutely not. I don't go under. I, 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 wouldn't, lose a t- I wouldn't lose a match anywhere. I'm undefeated. What are you talking about?
1: Well, that is widely known. You I am under.
4: undefeated. I, have no, I haven't I have been beat probably in the past five years. I can beat you. Maybe seven. Whoa,
3: wait a minute. We got a challenge here. I can here. beat you.
4: Sir, I'm undefeated.
3: You disgrace your country. How did I Holy disgrace shit, my country? We got international How, incident going on right here. You look, you look right like there. Hillary Clinton now by a
4: damn lie. Hillary Clinton. You're a damn lie like a damn woman. I life. think she's like, she's related to, to, like to like know. my fairy godmother. Uh, Hillary Clinton is. So I might, I might actually re- resemble her.
1: This took a bad turn. I don't... Then you, uh...
3: That's one, 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 time,
4: one time in third grade, but it don't count. So you it scored. It was more of a sword fight. You scored. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm not uh, at liberty to answer that question. That's really personal. If you want to talk wrestling, we can talk uh, wrestling. But we're not going to talk about my sexual relations with or without Hillary Clinton. Yeah,
1: and if he did, Hillary it would Clinton. be in an email that would have probably been deleted. Before, I, uh, so. Yeah, it has. Been. And he's
0: an American. <laughs> he he I, his fifth
3: I run. deleted
4: all that email. <laughs> so I can't be deleting audio recordings.
3: So you I challenge you in a It doesn't count. You I'm. I'm you're challenging. Why? I don't. I'm not here to wrestle. I can take you out right now. you not be shut up in five seconds. I make you tap out. I make you spill like a Jesus. Jesus. Right, what, now? The, the, the right now. Right now. In front of who? Kind
4: of, yeah. Can, uh, there's a few can they tighten the ropes up?
1: Yeah. There's no.
4: There's no. No tightening up. No. Is it, oh, we're gonna work tight. Stiff. Stiff, stiff. city. Stiff,
3: stiff city.
1: I mean, you're going to you want them see? ropes tight, Jeff. When you start doing all them Canadian all aerial maneuvers that you're you're so well known for, you know, you're going to need those ropes as tight as you can get them.
4: You know, I've got a pet hamster. You look
1: like
3: a pet hamster.
4: will you pet my hamster. Hell no. <laughs> Why?
3: <laughs> because I like hamsters, I like dogs, I like cats.
4: i <laughs> Come back from that I one, got, Will. I got two dogs. you like dogs. And, well, you're just domesticated. Why don't you live a little bit? You know, gerbils need love, too. Gerbils, hamsters, and guinea pigs. Belong I'm zoo. bringing a guinea pig. Guinea pigs belong in the zoo?
3: Like you belong in the
1: zoo. You know, Will's hamster's a hide-and-seek champion. They ain't found him in, like, a month.
4: Yeah, he's like on his little... I think it's because he's dead. I'm pretty sure it's because he's dead. <laughs> Did you kill my pet hamster? Yeah, I did. Because if you did, I will challenge you to a match tonight. Yeah, I did. You did kill my hamster. I'm looking for a, I'm looking for Bigfoot too. Dead hamster on a pole
1: match is coming up. tonight. they have
4: they have um, several sightings of Bigfoot in this Wagufka town. They they have seen Bigfoot.
1: Standing next to a burnt, several burning crosses, but that's that's just speculation, yeah, that's we're not going to talk foot. about that.
4: Would you like to see my big foot? <laughs> <laughs> well, alright, that took, that took a terrible
1: turn to, for the worse, but we want to thank- I'm still undefeated. We want to thank- I can beat-
4: You cannot beat me. There's no possible way. I can make you tap out. Plenty of men, women, children, midgets have tried.
3: You look like a midget.
4: You look like a seventh war. Sir, I love Little Women LA and now that Little Women Atlanta is coming on, I'll probably never get out of the house. <laughs> so you said- So I'll probably retire from wrestling <laughs> due to Little Women Atlanta. They just live right down the street. It's like three and a half hours. I'll stand out on a street curb looking for those hot chicks.
1: Short drive. Short drive. So to speak. Well, all right, we want to thank the
0: undefended Will uh, Owens. This
4: is not a work. The Little Women Atlanta <laughs> is strictly a shoot. Um, if anybody out there knows anybody on Little Women Atlanta, tell them to call Will Owens 256. <laughs> Actually, tell them to call Wild Thing Will Owens two five six five. No? You don't? It's not no too many listeners. Yeah. Let's, uh, okay. Give me an email. Party. I'll shoot an email um, right Email me. Email me at I Love Little Women Atlanta at gmail dot com. <laughs> All right, wrap this up, G. All right, there we go. So anyway, <laughs> so um, please call me. Please, someone from Little Women Atlanta be listening to this, and please call me. I'm in Wagufka, Alabama tonight. It's going to be a long ride home. Just call what Do they me. have to
1: be from Atlanta? I mean, just Little Women in general? Can they if call if,
4: if there's going to be an episode of Little Women with Guffka, <laughs> are, are Little Women, just, how about Little Women Birmingham? Better yet, how about Little Women Somerville?
1: I heard they were doing Harry Women with Guffka. It was going to be a new, a whole new series. There that, that is. Okay, wrap this up, Gene. All right, so there you have it from the undefeated Will Owens. If you're a little woman and you're listening to this, he just told you how to contact him. We want to thank our Canadian friend, Jeff Hart, who got very heated, and we had to have him anyway, removed.
4: Anyway, so Canada does suck. I'm just saying it does whoa, whoa, suck.
3: Whoa, 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 Americans suck like a porky pig in a hot summer in Alabama.
4: I hope Donald Trump deports you.
3: <laughs> you don't wrap, don't. wrap this up, Gene. Wrap no, it up. No, no, wrap it up. No, we, no, up. No, we can't it's we can't talk. It's, gonna get, right. it's
4: getting wild on the set.
1: There you have it. Fuck Canada. We're out.